The following episode of the Wednesday audio contains such sensitive topics as avian slaughter and mercy killings. If either of those topics are of a sensitive nature to you or are a trigger, please do not listen to the rest of this episode. In fact, I suggest you don't listen to the rest of this episode anyway. There is very little value, sorry, value to be discovered in the next 10 minutes of your life. I'm pretty sure you can spend the next 10 minutes in any other numerous other more valuable ways than listening to the Wednesday audio. I can't think of any right now, but pretty much anything, just, just anything, even sitting in silence like that, just sit in silence for 10 minutes. Don't continue. Just skip, just stop, just stop. Hello. It is Wednesday again. Hello. Welcome to the Wednesday Audio. This is the only podcast in the world that is called the Wednesday Audio that is released on a Wednesday and only exclusively, exclusively talks about Wednesdays and no other topic whatsoever. We've got to episode 17. Happy 17th episode. 17 episodes. 17 episodes of this. Of, of this. Yes, this, this. So yes, welcome, hello, again. We're going to get straight into the listener missives tonight because, you know what? I have bloody millions of them. I asked for listener missives earlier and I got a lot of them. So we're going to go straight into the listener missives. So last week was a bumper episode. You got two episodes. Two episodes, you lucky people. Two episodes. You got two episodes in one week. One of them was with Thomas J. Bevan. It was a long interview. Interview. That's a strong word. It was a long chat with Thomas J. Bevan, and we talked about all kinds of stuff, as we usually do. There's a particular bit in it where I talk about David Perel and him being... um, dead behind the eyes, which I really enjoyed, to be honest. So I suggest you go check those out. And then the other one, when I was talking to Thomas, we did the listener missives together, and then I ended up on James Clear's website, and uh, James, if you listen to this, it isn't about you, it's just about everything that you stand for. The episode ended up ended up being a bit of a, um, you know, a rag on James Clear. Anyway, listen to missives. So Mike, Mike said earlier, looking forward to tomorrow, Craig. No pressure. Pressure? The the bar is so low, Mike, on this podcast, right? Let me just talk to you about this for a minute. I don't know if you've noticed, but the bar is so low, so low, that there's no pressure whatsoever. I have more pressure doing my hair on a morning or brushing my teeth. Those two things are more of a social pressure in my life than this podcast. This is, this is just airing my dirty laundry. And he also said, after last two or three episodes ago, where I was going, Mike, where are you, Mike? 
Mike, come back, Mike. Where have you gone? Mike got in touch, but another Mike got in touch. And Mike got offended by that. And Mike said the other Mike can stick it. So now we've got Mike Wars. So Mike, if the other Mike is listening, Mike, please get in touch and tell me your response to Mike. Because Mike wants to start a Mike war and that's serious business. Serious business. John said the last episode it should have been named 16 three and a quarters. John, I I love the feedback here. I wish I would have thought of it. The truth is I'm too stupid. Sorry. He also said about the, the productivity guru website roasting thing. We should do that regularly. I would love to do that regularly, but I'll be honest, I'm a little bit afraid of constantly attacking James Clear because he's part of the cabal, right? You know, he's part of the self-improvement cabal. And if I go too far, that's it. There'll never be another Wednesday audio episode. And there'll be at least two people disappointed if the Wednesday audio never gets released again. Think about that, John, before you suggest something next time. And then John said, uh, sorry, not John. Leslie, John said so many things this week, and we've got two Johns tonight. Hello, John too. Leslie said he was listening to our episode about when I was talking to Thomas, and he said that when I was discussing Tabasco sauce, it was utter drivel. How dare you? How dare you? And the other John, so John too. He's got a little bit of a story, actually, this week. So he ordered a second-hand book off Amazon. And his book didn't arrive on time. And Royal Mail promised it today, which is three days later than he expected. And the postman pushes the mail through the letterbox. There's no book inside it. It's empty. There's no book. So he runs after the postman. And he's running down the road, and some of this may be slightly elaborated now for dramatic effect and he's running down the road and he's sweating and he's shouting postman 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 i'm gonna pretend he's called mike 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 and the postman is leaving with his book because he's not read the address properly silly postman it's his only job and he hasn't read the address properly so anyway he gets the book john gets home The book is actually really good. Thanks for that story, John. And then to finally finish off here, uh, Tim. Tim says, he killed a pigeon. Uh, Hold on, let me have a look. (coughs) The first pigeon kill we've ever had on this episode. Tim did also add that it was a mercy killing. He didn't do it on purpose. It wasn't, you know psychopathic tendencies or anything like that but I don't know whether that makes that any better but well done first pigeon kill so that's it for the listener missives this week and we've just got two band word bins to go this week the two band word bins are infinite games so infinite games that's gone in the band words bin and content production pursuits I believe that's in there already. And then finally, 
finally, the only thing we've got left. We're nearly over now. We're nearly over now with, with the introduction. James Clear says, this is a new feature. So we've got a new feature here, everybody. James Clear says, after the success, after the success of last week, um, I've introduced a new feature, and this is called James Clear Says. So each week, I'm going to wade through the dirty, sodden archives of James Clear's website to bring you an insight that you wished you would have missed. And this week, this is what James Clear says. When you choose who to follow on Twitter, you are choosing your future thoughts. And he has a final thought on this. He also says, how to be, to, how to be creative. What do you think James Clear's solution is for being creative? Is it some kind of elaborate solution? Is he got some kind of wisdom that we wish we all knew? James Clear's top advice for how to be more creative is finish something. Now, well, let's get into the content. You know what? We haven't had this either. Let me give you this first. So this week, I, I wanted to talk about um, audiences. I feel like I have to you know, bleep a bit of that out. I want to talk about audiences. I'm talking about this on Friday in my newsletter as well, in a piece that I've called Content to Life. And it's about the pyramid scheme of content. But I particularly want us to talk about this whole idea of an audience and how we build them. So anybody could build a big audience with enough time or effort. There isn't anything special about James Clear or his book Atomic Habits or David Perel or Tiago Forte or any of these other people in the cabal. There's nothing special about any of them. They've just put a lot of time in and a lot of effort and they're also addicted to Twitter. Yes. But what happens when you do finally build that? What happens when you do become a James Clear or a David Perel? Do you look in the mirror and go, wow, I've completed it. I'm, this feels really good. I'm so, so thankful that I've got this huge audience. I'd be willing to bet no, they don't. Because... When you've built the audience, 100,000 followers on Twitter, 200,000 followers on Twitter, you want more. You want 300,000 followers on Twitter, 400,000 followers on Twitter. The end doesn't exist because your goal is to build an audience and keep building and building and building. It's the same affliction that somebody suffers with, uh, like uh, Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, that kind of person. Enough is never enough. So I want to propose a new way of thinking about audiences. The just enough audience. You build the things you want to build and then you stop because you have enough. You have just enough 
to make a comfortable living. You have just enough to have people calling into your silly little podcast like this to give their silly little comments. Um, where are we? Um, oh, I can just see Tim. Tim's coming around the corner. Oh, I think he's there. Uh, oh, he's going to hit it. You have just enough of an audience to make silly things and your audience comes along with you. You have just enough freedom because you have an audience that really cares about you, that really enjoys the things that you do. They aren't there to gain anything from you other than fun or enlightenment. Or whew. It's a big word, isn't it? Sorry, I think I might have to go in. Enlightenment. Um, they're not here for any other reason but to enjoy their time there. And I think that's where we lose this idea when we keep building and building and building and building and get obsessed about an audience. Just have enough. Just enough is just enough. And I dare say it, James Clear has said things about this before as well. About having enough. About knowing when to finish. About not continuing past the point. About not becoming a pathological audience builder. About enjoying what you've already got. But I didn't find that article, so... Yeah. There you go. I think we're done. No, Tim. Tim, stop. Stop, Tim. <laughs>